Wow, boy, what a great episode this was. Um, today I talked to Urmi. Um, we went over a lot of things. We went over what it is like for her um, to be born in a city and to move to another city and later on to move to another country, which is Canada, uh, where she lives today. And um, she gave us a lot of useful tips on um, uh, finances, lots of really interesting recommendations on books and uh, YouTube channels and websites. I had a truly wonderful um, talk with her. Um, hopefully you'll like it. Um, so I really had a wonderful time. I cannot be, I cannot stress how happy uh, this conversation made me feel, how inspired uh, this conversation made me feel, and hopefully it'll inspire you too. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Let's talk to Urmi. It doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter where you're from, it's okay to have an Hey, there you are. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Just fine. Much better now. How about yourself? I'm How are good. you doing? I'm good, good, good. Excellent, excellent. Um, so, how do I pronounce your name? Is that Ermi? Is that correct? Urmi. Urmi. Mm -hmm. Like, like, um, like a ur, ur sound, like Urmi, like that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's not a very common name here where I live. Um, you know, like I am based in Brazil. I've lived here my whole life. I think I've never heard anyone with that name. Is it a common name where you, where you're from? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no. So not even where you're from, it's a common name. It's um, it's a Bengali name. It's from Bangladesh, the name. Right, right. Um, so when you say where you're from, uh, like, are you talking about where I'm located exactly right now? Or are you talking about Ex the country? Exactly. Where I'm this is so confusing because you're I from know. you're from anywhere, from everywhere, actually. Exactly, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so, what do you mean? Um, Tell me, I mean, uh, were you born? Were you born in Bangladesh? That were you born? No, I was born in Italy. Oh, Italian! You speak Italian. Yes, wow. I do. Man, that's one of my favorite languages. Have you ever watched the movie um, La Vita Bella with uh, uh, Roberto Benigni? Um, you don't like that movie very much, do you? you I don't like that. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of movies, but I know which movie you're talking about. Okay. I probably okay. did watch it when I was a kid. I just do not remember because I know who's Roberto Benigni. I know that movie. So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there is a very famous line in this movie that goes like, Buongiorno, Principessa. <laughs> I love it. It's just so beautiful. Um, so you're not into movies then? No, I'm not. Now, what, what are you into then? Um, I like to watch TV shows a lot. Oh, you're into TV shows? Yeah, but now I don't have that much time to watch TV shows. Right. Um, when it comes to movies, it depends. Sometimes I'm falling asleep when I'm watching a movie at the cinemas. I do like superhero movies a lot. Oh. Um, and I like to read a lot, actually. I'm, I'm much more into reading than watching like movies and things like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh okay. So actually this is what like I uh, before before you started, before you entered, I was like, okay, let me prepare like a couple of icebreaker questions so I can ask her so we can kind of break the ice a little. And one of the questions I prepared was, uh what is the best book you've ever read? So, maybe you can enlighten uh, me. 
You know, that's such a tough question. Like, if you I, ask me, what's I know, bad, I know, it's it, terrible. It's a terrible question. It's so it's difficult. I know that. Yeah, it's a terrible question. <laughs> it's the worst question someone can ever you know, ask. Yes, I know, because it's so unfair to the other books. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly, right? It's wonderful books. So you, I cannot give you <laughs> one, just only one. No. Okay, no. okay. So, so tell me, okay, so tell me, like, as many as you remember, like, one book, or maybe two or three, that had, like, a great impact on your life. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, top of your head, what would you say? Okay, I do read a lot of fiction books okay. that are like thriller and mystery. I'm very much into those ones. So I read the the guest list uh, not too long ago. Um, I read I read this other book called The Latte Factor, which was a personal finance book, and it, it was amazing. This book because it was like simple but very efficient. What was, what was the name of the book? The Latte Factor. The the lac the lactor. The latte. Latte oh, the, factor. The latte factor. Yeah. yeah it wow, was I've so never good. heard of it. it is it is it, is it a thriller? No, this one is actually a personal finance book. Oh. Um, so the author, his name is David Bach. And basically he's he has uh, he's telling the story about this woman who wants to be financially free. And he just tells her story on how she's like working nine to five job, but she wants to be, you know, financially independent, doesn't want to depend on, on like a working income. And she wants to, you know, invest and things like that. And it was a very good book because it was simple, but in its simplicity, it just went to the point of this whole like what the what would the what the message was about. I see. I see. Is it an easy read for people who have like absolutely no knowledge about uh, finances, like me, for example? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I have absolutely no knowledge about finances. Um, but this is actually like one of one of the questions that I would like to ask you. And I mean, this is on the list. But um, before I get to that, um, I would like you, if you can, tell me a little bit about what it is like to. Uh, to live in a country, I mean, to, to be born in a country, um, in this case, Bangladesh, and then to move to another country. And right now you live in, in, in Canada. So what is it? I mean, this is, wow, this is fascinating for me. What, okay. what does let's it feel rewind. like? Oh, okay, right. Let's yes. rewind because I was not born in Bangladesh. I was oh. born in Italy. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Got it. Um, so basically, it, it all it all happened uh, many many years ago. Basically, my my parents they got married. They are both from Bangladesh, both of my parents. And um, my dad he wanted to you know start a new life. So that's how okay. he like before I was even born. Right after he got married, he himself and my mom they moved to Italy. So they right. moved to Sicily. Right. Right. Sicilia. And um, they settled in Palermo, which is basically okay. the, the capital of Sicily. Sicily is in the south. It's an island in the south. All right. And, um, and then after a couple of years, I was born. So I was born Ooh. in Sicily. I was born in Palermo. Okay. Okay. okay wow. Uh, so that's, I, that's I lived in Palermo for like uh, nine years. And then my dad he decided to move. So we went from the south, we went to the north. So we went to this other city. Still in Italy? In Italy. We're still okay. in Italy. Okay. So we went okay. to this um, city, which is in Lombardia. 
and it's uh, called the Vigevano. It's a little like city. No one knows about it, honestly. Right. Uh, so we lived there for three years. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we lived there for three years. So, then... so by now you're 12. You're 12 years old. I'm not gonna disclose how old I am. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, I mean, when you when you moved to this to this city, I think you and you lived for three more years because you were nine when you yeah, when you moved that's... there, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. So then we okay. So then we moved to Vigevano, and then from there they were like, okay, let's move move again. So we moved to um, we moved to London. So we moved to a different oh my country. God. To a different oh. country. So we were in UK. Okay. But oh, it doesn't wow. end there. It does not end there. So we stayed My there goodness. for a year. And then they're like, okay, let's go back to Italy. What do you mean? I love your dad. I love your dad <laughs> so much. Seriously, what a great dad. <laughs> it's such a long uh, story. And then we went back to Italy. And I was like, okay. So wow. we went back to Italy. We lived there for five years. And then I moved to Canada. They stayed in Italy. Okay. And now they moved to UK again. So now they're settled in UK. I'm in Canada and that's it. <laughs> and nobody's in Italy. Nobody's in Italy besides my friends. Right. Right. So actually you've never been to Bangladesh. Your parents I... were your parents are from Bangladesh. Yes, but they've been to Bangladesh. I've been there like four times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But like traveling, not not living. No, just traveling, not not just not traveling living, around. No. I see. I see. Wow. So, wow. That's, that's amazing. Um, man, I look, seriously, like Italy is one of my passions. I would love uh, to go to Italy on the, one day and also London. As a matter of fact, I do have like a pencil case, uh, like welcome to London, but I've never been there, <laughs> but I like to imagine that I have. Um, so you were just a little girl and, um, what was it like for you to like move uh, to another city i mean did you and you had to leave everyone behind and your friends and your school probably possibly right so how was it for you it was when i was a kid i initially couldn't understand you know i was just like yeah okay why not you know but as i was growing older i was becoming teenager i could feel it like it was just becoming harder and harder on me because every time, I don't know how many schools I have changed in my whole life. I, oh, I, man. Too, too that many. must have been tough, right? It, yes, it's been tough. So every time I had to, you know, like reintegrate into a different school, make new friends. And then again, we had to leave. So it was always hard. I always had to like readjust right. myself to different environment. But you know what? It was a good thing in a way. Because I think it just helped me to to open my horizon and to be more op an open-minded person. Because I got It makes to you stronger. It made right? me stronger too, yes. And I got to meet like different people from different, you know, from different uh, background. Because when I went to UK, I got to meet many more people. They were like Bengali. Whereas when I was in Italy, there were not that many people Bengali. All my friends were Italian. I see. I see. And was there any, I mean, was there any like, like I'm saying that like based on um, like nowadays culture here in Brazil, Things are so like weird, like in, in the world. But like, did you have like any, some kind of prejudice in Italy because of your um, background? Because like your parents were from Bangladesh and uh, your parents were immigrants. Like, did you have like any 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 rough patch while you were there? No, not really. No. That's that's terrific. 
that's really really good i mean it's i'm really glad like like regardless of all i had a very nice childhood in general and um i always struggle a little bit in the sense that uh, i never felt like you know i never felt like i was fitting a box that's that's the struggle that i went as a person not because um you know, someone had something to say to me, but it was more because, you know, at home, I had this whole Bengali culture, but then outside of home, which was, you know, when I was always at school or around my Italian friends, I was very conscious that I wasn't Italian. So that was like a little bit of a clash that I felt like me personally. But my friends, they never, you know, they always accepted me for who I am. They never made me feel like I was missing anything. These and are good all my friends. Yes, and I'm still friends with them after all this year, so... Okay. <laughs> but, like, do you still see them? Because now, like, you're from different continents. So, so how is it? How does it work? Mm, I see them if I see them. Well, I used to see them a bit more often when my parents used to live in Italy after I moved. Uh, but now I would say no. But I do talk to them on WhatsApp pretty often. So it never feels like, like you never feel that the distance, like we talk to each other once a week. So it really feels like they're really close to me and that they, right. they feel the same too. Okay. Okay. That's really, really very nice. I mean, uh, I know some Americans and uh, in the United States, WhatsApp, believe it or not, is not a thing. Uh, but but is it? It's a thing in Canada. So you you, yeah. you guys in Canada you use WhatsApp that much. Yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yes. In Italy too, apparently. Yes. Right, right. And you know, uh, w when you were telling me about the struggles you had when you were a kid moving to different cities and different countries, and then you told me that it made you more, it made you stronger in a way that you could adapt. And I was thinking, man, um, life is all about adapting isn't it? Because you have to adapt. Things change all the time. If you don't adapt, you don't survive. Mm -hmm. So so this is so true. And, um, you know, that, that thing people say, okay, you got to get out of your comfort zone. Um, why? Because like it, it makes you stronger because you're adapting. Life is not the only thing you know. There, there's much more to life that you don't know of. And I think it's a matter of getting out there and finding out for yourself just like you did yes wow. yes yes i wow. agree with you and i think it's like you said life is really about change and adapting yourself adapting yourself to different situation and to you know just be open you just have to be open otherwise you cannot you know you cannot um, face life if you're not an open person right right wow so how many languages languages do you speak? You speak Bengali? Is that am I pronouncing correctly? Is the Bengali the, the, yes. the language? Yes, yes. So you speak um, Bengali, Italian, English? I, I speak English, I speak French, and I know Spanish, wow. but more like okay, this is the thing about Spanish. I wanna tell people I know how to speak Spanish, but the problem is few years ago I knew how to speak it properly because I took um I took like intense Spanish courses. And then I, I graduated, so I wasn't really practi practicing it too much. I was watching right. some YouTube videos. So I feel like now if I right. read stuff, I would probably understand. But it comes, it's, I'm not that fluent as I wish I was in Spanish. Okay. So it's something that I want to pick up eventually. And just I want to make sure I'm like I'm fluent in Spanish because it's such a beautiful language. Oh, so you have a passion for it, huh? Yeah. 
Don't you don't you like mix it up with Italian every now and then? Because they're similar languages, aren't they? <laughs> we in in Italy we say that um, what do we say? We say Spanish is basically Italian with an S at the end. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, it must it, it must be super confusing. I mean, I speak Portuguese, and Portuguese and Spanish they are kind of similar, and Italian as well. So when I'm trying to learn Italian, I I feel like I'm speaking Spanish sometimes with a little bit of Portuguese. It's a mess. It's a, yeah, it's a yeah. Mess. I know, I know, because I felt the same the same way when I was learning Spanish. It was the same thing. I was like mixing up all the languages. I was like, but this is not working. And I remember writing essays, and I would just throw some words that were not even Spanish. Right, right. <laughs> it must be really funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then you got. I mean, you you didn't get to be like fluent in Spanish, but I mean, you're. This is something that that you want to do. This is something you've been trying to do. Mm -hmm. I probably like I do understand. I do understand some accent much more than the others. Like when I listen to people from Venezuela speaking Spanish, I feel like it okay. just comes a little bit easier for me to understand versus I don't know people from Spain speaking Spanish. I I just feel like it's a little bit different their accent. Right. I mean, it is different. And then there, I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you speak what? Speak five languages, uh, around five. You're a brainiac, aren't you? Wow, that that's awesome. That's really, really good. And uh, how how is it for you to learn languages? I mean, do you have any trick, any strategy, or you're just a natural? So, when I was in Italy, I took like intense, like we were forced to take like a like language classes. Okay. Okay. So. But, but wait, wait, hold on. When you were in Italy, you were like 9, 12 years old around. Yes. So you were just a kid. Yes. You were like, I stayed, I wow, stayed there until I was a hardworking like, kid. I was like, until I was 18, 20, I was there. Okay. I, was in, I, I did all my school there. Uh -huh. So um, I, I did like intense classes, language classes. So we would like read books in like different languages have conversation with native speaker in different languages we would like write essays I, we, we wow would what do, a great like, experience we would do so many hours of like intense course that there is no way that you would have not you would not learn a language like okay. for sure you're going to learn it was immersive yes yes and um and now what i do is i always try to you know watch uh youtube vlogs listen to podcasts read books um, I try to have a conversation with some of my native uh, friends that are like native speaker in a certain language. And that's how uh -huh. I keep all the languages alive. That's wow. That's that's a very good tip. Very good piece of advice right there. <laughs> yes, you got to be in contact with it. Right. Yeah, you have to yeah. do something, have to be proactive. Otherwise, you just you just let it slide. And exactly. You, you exactly. And it's so funny because I was just telling this this morning to to someone um basically i used to know how to speak uh, germany oh but you know what like i took three years of intense courses in german and then wow. and then i also did like a certificate in in german and now because it's wow. been so many years i don't remember anything like anything at all i don't remember it wow I mean, Germany is said to be super difficult, right? It is. It is so difficult, and you know, like compared to uh, English or Spanish or other languages, like 
you don't find that many similarities. So it's it's hard to even pick I it see. up again. It's right. different. It's different. For example, when you're learning Spanish, you can say, okay, so we can compare this word with an Italian word because it's kind of similar. So exactly. sometimes you don't, you don't know the word, but like it's, as, as it's similar to your language, you understand the message. Exactly. But with, with German, everything is, is it's, so it's different. different. It's different. It's like learning, I don't know, like learning Japanese or... Exactly. Or, right? Exactly. Yes. It's wow. totally different. Wow. I see. I see. So when do you intend to go back to your... Uh, German studies. I, I think never. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't intend. Yeah, uh, that's very, very. You know, I'm feeling like an illiterate talking to you because, uh, like, I know two languages. I know English and Portuguese. But I think it's like high time I started to have like a third language. I don't have a third language. I started. I started learning Italian. I learned a little bit of Italian, so like a couple of sentences and phrases and etc. Um, and then I was like, okay, okay, but Italian is my passion, but like maybe, and I don't know, maybe you can enlighten me a little bit. I, I think I was being a little bit stupid there. I was like, okay, but maybe I have to learn like a more useful language because like, you know, like for example, if I learn Italian, um, how can I, when can I use Italian? Only if I go to Italy, because I don't, I don't see a lot of Italian speakers like like here in Brazil, for example, I, if I go to, I don't know, the USA or, or Canada, I, I don't think I'll meet like a lot of Italian speakers. But if I learn Spanish or if I learn French, I think there are like there are more speakers than Italian speakers. So it's like, OK, so maybe I'll change and then I'll learn a, a more useful language. And then I started learning Spanish, but not because I wanted to learn Spanish, but because I had. So I didn't have the mod the motivation to do it. I was I was learning Spanish, but thinking, man, I wish I was learning Italian. I want to learn Italian because Italian is much more beautiful, in my opinion. So it, it was a yeah. Well, I I, <laughs> it's I know a mess. What, I know what you're saying, but you know, if if you really like something, you don't need to find the usage of it. You know, I think it would you would just feel much more fulfilled when you're learning something that you like. I needed to hear that. Yes. And and the thing is. You know what? We live in a virtual world. Like, if you are able to master Italian, who knows? Maybe you can teach Italian, make money out of it. Right, right. I like that. I like that idea. <laughs> I mean, you just gotta do. I, I think, like, I think if you do what you love, eventually things will fall into place. Yes. Yes. You know. Wow, I like that. I like that very <laughs> much. And I, man, I love Italian so much. Seriously, I, I'm not kidding. Like every time I hear. Um, somebody speaking Italian, it can be something as simple as, um, la luna bianca, something like that. I have goosebumps. You can see like my hair, like standing on end. It's, it's, it's crazy. That's how I feel about Spanish. Literally. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's how I feel about Italian. I don't feel that towards <laughs> Spanish at all. Uh, maybe it's because like, it's, uh, maybe it's because like my, my neighboring country, the neighboring countries are they all speak Spanish, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the theory behind it. But yeah, super cool. I really like your advice. Mm -hmm. um, so that's very, very nice, Ermi. Uh, and like, I have like a lot of questions to ask. Uh, for example, um, so, okay, so you moved to Canada. All right. So your parents are now in Bangladesh and you're in Canada. No, they are in UK. Um, <laughs> oh, they are in the UK. Yes, that's, that's yes. correct. Yes. Um, okay, first question. Do you miss them? Do you miss your mom and dad? I do, <laughs> but I right. see them, so. 
but but you see them through Skype and and Zoom. No, and... I see them pretty often. Like besides oh. the whole pandemic, I do see them pretty often, like once a year. Right. Right. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I live with my mom. Uh, I love her. I love my mom like more than anything in the world. I don't know what I would do without her, but I feel that I would I would like to have like a place for myself. You know, mm-hmm. like I would like to have like my own house and my own space to be alone completely. I I, I think I would miss that very much. Um, so you you're able to handle things well. I mean, even mm-hmm. though you have your own place, but you, you can manage. Yeah. Um, seeing your parents. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. Absolutely. Yeah. But but then like are you having a good time in Canada there? Yes, I did um I did my university in Canada. And so oh. I so Did Canada, you study finances? I did. Here right. in Canada, yes, in my university. Right. That's and amazing. um I really enjoyed it. Like I really enjoyed my whole like university life. So I did uh, my university in Canada. I studied finance and then I graduated right. in um and I've been working in the financial industry for like six years. Right. Um and I and I'm and I live in Montreal, so I'm, I'm still in Canada. I, uh-huh. I am Canadian by law. Oh, I see. I see. Because we've been there for a long time, yeah. right? And then okay, okay. And 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 why did you decide to study finances? Was there I mean you know, where where did it come from? It it just happened. So I used to be in international business. That was my major. Okay. And finance was my minor. So what happened is I was taking all these international business classes and I used to find them boring, like boring to death. Really? And then one day I was like, okay, let me just take my minor classes. I swear it was a it was first it was love at first sight. Oh. I, I was so in love with the with the subject. Like I so in love. I was even in love with my professors. Like they were just so amazing. And I loved going to, to awesome. my finance classes. I love listening to my professors. I love taking finance exams too. <laughs> wow, that's that's incredible. I mean the passion, right? Yeah. You just I, gotta I have the passion. That. That's it. Right. That's right. It. So then you, you were there. Okay, I found my thing. This is my thing. This is what I want to do. My thing. Yes. And I remember wow. I didn't so want to happy graduate. For you. I didn't want to graduate. That's how sad I was. <laughs> Wait, you didn't want to graduate? No, I didn't. Because want you, to you wanted to continue studying. Yes. Oh, wow, man. This Wow. This is so unusual. This is great. <laughs> it's so rare to hear these things nowadays, right? Wow. I guess. <laughs> right, right. And then like I, I took a look at a um at your blog. You have a blog and you also have a YouTube channel. And then um um I opened your blog and I was reading some of it and I saw like some fascinating work work there and I was like, okay, um so basically she has a blog. Um and the main idea of the blog is to help women thrive. In finances, but not just finances. I mean, there there's uh, mental health and there is emotional health and there is uh, uh, tips on how to have like a Zoom interview or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, wow, this is this is just terrific. And how, when and how did you have that idea? To, okay, so I'm gonna come up with a blog because I want to help women strive. H- how did that happen for you? <laughs> it literally happened two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. It's been a um, while. And um, I was like, okay, because this whole like pandemic and everything happened. So I was like, okay, I have to figure out what I want to do. 
So right. I, I was trying to combine all my passions and the things that I do in my free time. And then I was also like, oh, I, I need to work on my writing skills if eventually I want to write a book. So that's how I came up with this whole idea of having a blog. Oh, okay. It, it would be kind of kind of practice. Okay, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna make this blog so I can practice on my writing. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, right. I always have so many things that I want to tell people. So I was like, let me just write them somewhere and put them somewhere. So maybe someone will find them and they, f they will find them useful. Wow. Wow. Amazing. So everything came out of a very small idea. I have to practice my writing because I want to be a better writer. Maybe one day I'll write a book. Mm -hmm. And then you start having ideas. You start brainstorming. Okay, so what can I write about? How can I be useful? How can I help like society in a way? And yeah. look at that. That's what you have. Wow. Wow. <laughs> amazing. Um, so, um, okay. So you have a blog where you can help women and um, you, you talk about mental health, talk about emotional health there. Uh, do you have any anyone that came to you and say, hey, listen, I read your blog. Thank you very much. You made a difference in my life. Uh, I'm very thankful for what you wrote or somebody that, 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 that thanked you like directly. I had few people coming back to me actually and I was, I was like pleasantly surprised because you know when you do all these things sometimes you don't get to hear feedback from people and right. when I did hear some things like I had some of my sisters from coming to me telling me like this is so amazing everything you do I want to be like you um, oh man it must be great to hear it, that yes right? And, and then I had my professor telling me that, um, you know, everything I do, it's like super great. She's like, how do you even do all these things? And she was like, you're like a volcano. Yes, you are. <laughs> you, speak, you speak five languages. You have like a blog and a YouTube channel and you're so proactive. That's amazing. Wow. I am so proud of myself for having you here. Thank you very much for your company. Wow. Thank you. Very, very and, nice. And yeah, I just had like good things, people coming to me and that made me really happy. So they motivate me to keep doing what I do. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Imagine, imagine going to bed thinking, okay, I made a difference in someone's life today. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. This must be, wow, this is, this is terrific. So, um, so I, I also have a couple of questions if you don't mind, but if, sure. if you do mind, sure. Please feel free to uh, say, hey, I don't want to talk about that. No, but for example, um, in your blog, there are a lot of, um, basically you write um, for women, right? That's the, the, the main purpose of your blog. But I mean, obviously you've already realized by now I'm a man, right? So I, I'm not a woman, but here's the thing. Um, coming from you, I would like to hear that from you. How can I be like a better um, human being, a better person, a better man, um, I mean, to the women around me, I mean, how can I be like a less toxic man? And how can I help the community? How can I help like, um, everyone around me, society, uh, especially, you know, women that I care about and women that I don't know. Um, yeah, basically that. You know what? Someone asked me a question like a few weeks ago, cause, um, we were talking about gender equality and feminism right. And a lot of the time, people, especially men, they think that, like, women, we hate men. Okay. Because we say, oh, we're feminists, and they think that we just care about women, and that's it, which is not true, first of all. Like, it's so not true. Right. And um, someone was asking me this question, how do you think we can solve the issue of, like, gender equality and things like that? And I said, 
I think men are the solution to a lot of the things that we have. Wow, they should be really? part of our solution because it, it is the truth. I feel like I do think that us women alone, we cannot solve all the problems. We need to work together with men and we need men to understand our point of view and we need them to be part of the solution. Wow. So that's what I would tell you. Like, you know, there are so many things that women go through, but we need people to be cooperative with us and to really understand that it's not us against men. It's just mm-hmm. us wanting to be at the same level as men because we want to be important in the society equally as men. And I'm telling you this, especially because from the finance background that I come, it's very male dominated, like very male dominated. It's like I go to job interviews, I always see a bunch of men. I don't see representation. I don't see diversity. And every time I see that, I, I'm like, no, this is why like we need people, like we need them to hire more women. If they keep hiring more men, then you're not solving the problem. We need representation. Right. We need, uh, you know, people to to see themselves in in like in a company. So if you see like a lot of men, then and you're like, okay, but what's going on here? So you know that the problem is not you, but it's coming from the society. Right. People making decisions. So it's in the little things, basically. Right. Right. Yes. It's a much deeper problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you, yeah, like what I what I notice sometimes, like I'm I'm very self-aware and I notice sometimes like as that we men, we don't listen as much as we should. We don't listen to women as much as we should. Like um, so so I, when a woman says something, has something to um, uh, to bring forth, she, she goes like, OK, uh, nobody believes her. Everyone yeah. will like believe what the man is actually saying, the man's words. Right. Um, we're always doubting them. And, and this is, this is, um, this is really, really sad. If you mm-hmm. ask me, yeah, right? so, it is. So this is, this is what I've been trying to do. Like every day I've been trying to listen more. And if, if I have like two people are saying, um, different things about the same thing, like one woman and one man, um, like recently I've been trying to listen to the woman, mm-hmm. to what she has to say. Because if you analyze data and statistics, you'll see that <laughs> men are screwed up, right? <laughs> and yeah. Wow. So I really admire your work, Ormi. That, that's, that's fascinating work. <laughs> and um, h- how long has it been since you uh, graduated? I graduated in 2016. <laughs> oh, it's been quite a while yeah yeah it's been, it's, been a quite, it's been a while yes <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. and um if if there is somebody here listening and somebody who has no uh, f- uh finances background and who has no knowledge about finances um i think this is a very tough question but um like could you share any tips i mean what what tips would you give like if, if somebody wants to um delve a little bit deeper into finances or learn a little bit more about finances what 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 tips could you give us okay so there are many tips that i could give but right. one of them is um so make sure to invest and by investing i don't mean trading but to actually invest on a long term and if you're new into this, to buy, you know, things like index funds or ETFs, which are usually like a diversified portfolio of stocks, that's a very good way to grow your money. Right. 
Um, the second is to be in control of your finances. So regardless of you being, let's say, you know, married, single, you should know the basic elements of finances. So how they, how does, uh, what, what's an interest rate, what's an inflation, what's inflation, how right. can we, you know, uh, save money when we have high inflation or uh, basic things like home finances, which sometimes often women do not do that. They just leave it to the male counterparts and that's not, that's not good. I think both need to know about this. Sure. So you should learn about those basic stuff. And also to make sure to have insurance policy because as, you, oh. as we have seen during COVID, many things happen. And, you know, to always have some coverage, especially if you have, if you have people depending on you and they need liquidity, you want to make sure that you, that you are covered in that sense, whether it's, you know, health insurance, home insurance, all this kind of insurance is very important to reduce your risk. And um, lastly, to invest for your pension, because um, I think we often neglect that because, you know, we are young and we're like, you know what, we have many years before we get older, exactly. but you need the money to compound. So you want to make sure that you start as early as possible. You can just contribute a little bit at the time and then you wait for that money to, to go. And you don't have to do anything, literally. You just deposit money and you, you wait for the money to go so that, you know, at least you can have a comfortable life when you retire. And I think that's very, very important. Mm-hmm. Starting with what you can is much better than not starting at all. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Small exactly. steps. Better exactly. than no steps at all. Exactly. Nice. And for example, if I if I want to learn more about in, uh, inflation and uh, all those um, acronyms or um, so, where should I go? Should I go to Google? Should I buy a, a book? And what book? And um, so there are books, but if I could like give you a YouTube recommendation, like I really love this woman. It's called um, Investing with Rose. And she's a YouTube, um, like a finance YouTuber. So she basically used to work at Wall Street. And then she got a degree from a, a New York University. And in her YouTube, YouTube channel, she tells her story on how like she was trying to pay off her debt and what it was what it felt like to work at wall street and now she became independent like she just works for herself and she teaches finance to to people so she talks about like simple stuff like what's a stock what's a mutual fund what's an index fund what's inflation easy language easy super easy and she's amazing honestly she's so amazing like she's a she's a role model i always tell her you're like a role model very nice what's her name again and her youtube channel is called investing with rose Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll check that out for <laughs> sure. For sure. And Ermi, uh, how can my listeners get in contact with you? So uh, I have um, a YouTube channel. It's called Urmi Hossain. So they can find me there. And I have my blog. It's called myways.ca. Right. Uh, myways.ca. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, you know, for the listeners, how would you spell your last name, please? It's H-O-S-S-A-I-N. Right. Urmi. 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 Right? Yes. Yes. Right. Urmi. Right. <laughs> very, very cool. Will you let me know and have your book out? Because I, I certainly want to buy it. <laughs> when that happens, I'll let you know. <laughs> yes. Ma- make sure to publish a digital version as well. I've been reading a lot of digital books recently. So make, make sure, sure to do to that. Do that. <laughs> All right. And what's the next step from now on? 
next step is um i always tell this to people i want to do a ted talk oh man i hope wow it would be great how, how, how do you do it? I mean, do you do, who do you call and who do you talk to if you want to do a TED Talk? So before you do a TED Talk, you want to make sure that you know how to do public speaking. And right. um, I don't know if I don't think I mentioned it, but I am part of a public speaking club. It's called Toastmasters. And it's non-international. Wow. So they have it in Brazil, too. I'm pretty sure. And you get I get to go there once a week to practice my public speaking skills. And basically, I need to make sure that I, I am comfortable speaking to, to the public right. first uh, before I go to a, to do a TED Talk. But I looked into like how it works to do a TED Talk. There, is, um, there are some things that you have to complete. And then I think you have to send a video of you where you show that you're good at speaking in front of people. And then right. if you're selected and you have oh. an idea, then you can go and present. Wow. Seriously, it, it feels like overwhelming, right? Yes. Are you overwhelmed? It might feel overwhelming, but it does not feel for me. Like I'm, I'm always happy of doing all these things. Do you feel like you were born to do that? Okay, so I can do that. It's gonna, it's gonna be a piece of cake for me. I can do it. Um, I don't want to say I feel like I was born to do it. I just feel like the experiences, this, and all the things that happened to me until now just helped me to shape the person that I am. And it just made me realize that I am a go-getter. I do like to get things done. And I do right. like to chase things until I accomplish them. Right. I'm an achiever. That's how I would like to say it. Yes, an achiever. Right, right. I like, I like the mindset. Things. Yes, yes. Um, wow, that's, that's great. So um, one last question, uh, if you will. Um, um, I mean, I, I think of you as a very successful woman, very <laughs> successful you. person. So, um, like, what does a successful person do? I mean, how, how does a successful person start the day and how does a successful person uh, end the day? I mean, what's the routine? Like, do you do you meditate? Do you do you exercise? Do you what is? So my day usually starts with um so I usually start my day with some journaling. I, I bought this uh, like five minutes guided journaling book. So it starts with that. And, and then right after I'm like listening to a bunch of podcast episodes, like I'm obsessed with podcasts, like literally right. I love podcasts. I, I listen to some podcast episode and then I start with work. So I work full time and um, while I'm working full time during my lunchtime, I go and work out. So I usually try to like run three, four times a week. So I run um, like during lunchtime and right after I'm done with work, I'm studying because I'm also pursuing a, a designation in finance. So oh, I'm wow. studying for that. And um, some days I'm volunteering. So oh my God, you still have time for volunteering. <laughs> I wow. Do, I do. So some days I'm volunteering and some days I'm providing like tutoring session to people like who want to learn, who want, who want to learn a language. So it depends on the day. Like some days I have them like, just designated for volunteering and some other days are just for for tutoring um so i do that and um and then usually also what i try to do i try to read a book before going to sleep but it never works out so i read uh, i read books in the morning literally right <laughs> and when i have some time i read it in the morning or when, whoa, whoa, when whoa, wait, is it before or after your journaling after hmm. after my journaling yeah right I've never, I've, I don't do journaling. Do you think it helps? Do you think it works? 
I just started it like a month ago. So mm-hmm. does it help? I don't know if there is an immediate um, result and I'm not sure, like I do feel a bit better, but I don't know if it's because of that or if it's for something else. That's the thing that I'm not able to identify. Right, right. But I do like to write down all my thoughts and I think it just helps it. Like when you write like good things that happen to you, I think it just helps you to go to sleep with a positive mind. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe you have like something on your shoulders and it just helps you like get it off your shoulders. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Yes. Uh, are you a fast reader? Fast reader? Mm, it depends. It depends how hooked I am with the book. Right. It makes a lot of difference, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I know people I know people that can read a book in, in a day. I could never do that. No, not in a day. I need to like... No, you have to... Um, enjoy the book not in a day i think I, I usually need a week in a week i can read a, a book okay a week yeah, yeah sounds good yeah. to me i can do yeah. that in a week because <laughs> like for me the reading process is i, I don't want to just read it i want to read it i want to chew it and i want to yeah. taste it and digest it and you know study it not just read it you know i want to think over the book yeah. that i just read i feel the same too i feel this and i'm usually like highlighting even when i'm reading <laughs> Right. That's amazing. That's amazing. How do you feel about uh, Kindles and, you know, yeah, like no. e-readers? And... No. That's I'm a like, no for you. It's a big no. Like I need to, <laughs> I need to smell You got to feel the paper. Yes, right. exactly. I need to smell the book. It's a different feeling. It's such right. a different, different feeling. No, yeah. I, com- I completely agree with you. I like, I, I'm a like a paper person for sure. I, I can but... see it from the... Yes, I, I, yes, I have a lot of books and I love reading them. Um, but I, I gotta be honest with you, like recently I've been re- I've been using my Kindle a lot because oh. like because of space, oh. and also because like I I I like to read in the dark, like in bed. So the Kindle helps, and uh, it's like it's lighter. I can uh, I can hold it with one hand, and I, I think I think like recently I've been like kind of a lazy person i just don't want to get up and sit down just like okay so i'm lying down so let let me read here like in bed and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah. but i feel you i feel you I, I i prefer like the smell and uh, you know the feeling the texture of the paper is just so romantic isn't exactly, it exactly <laughs> exactly yeah i yeah. love that about the book yes right a lot. right right so ermi i I mean, words could not describe how happy <laughs> I am right now. Thank you very, very much for your, for your presence, um, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I love that. I think you're a very inspiring person. Thank so you. thank you very much for that, for your presence. And um, hey, you're free to <laughs> always come back. Like doors will always be open for you. When please, when you um um, when you write your book and you publish your book, please let me know. You have my email. Uh, maybe you can come back and talk a little bit about your book and uh, the experience of writing it and um, uh, the reception and all that. And I wish you like the best of luck <laughs> at everything you. you do. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. Um, you. Would you like to say anything else? Is there is there anything that you'd like to add or? Um, I'm I'm super happy that um, you gave me the chance to speak. I I do like I do like doing personal branding. But I think I like more when I'm telling my story, hopefully with the hope that someone will resonate with me and with the hope that someone will feel inspired because I think that's how we create a better world. And, you know, it's a little bit like 
you know, you don't need to impress 100 people. If you impress one, that's already enough because that wow. person can impress, can make an impression to the next person. Right, right. So I'm very happy that you gave me this opportunity to speak today. Awesome. And I'm so inspired. So I guess it worked. <laughs> All right. So so uh, if you need anything, if, if, if um, you know, just send me a message and then we can we can talk. If you're ever in Brazil, if you ever visit Brazil, yes. let me know. Yes, <laughs> Maybe I can practice my Italian with you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> good, All right. All right. All Thank right. you very much, Armit. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.